you. We'd love to give you that before you leave today. Thanks again for being with us here this morning. Will you do me a favor right now? And let's welcome those who are joining us online today in our live stream all over America. Uh, we're so glad to have you with us. We are. Come on. Let's welcome them. We're so glad to have you with us today. And uh, I believe that you didn't tune in by accident. Uh, I believe that God has a word for you today. And we're so glad to have you with us and a part of our CFAM uh, all across America, wherever you're watching. Uh, we're in our 21 days of prayer and fasting every year. This time of the year, as we start the new year, we love to give 21 days to the Lord and pray and fast and just ask God to, to move in our midst, to touch and do miracles. Many have written down prayer requests or praying for those every day. We have the church building open from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. here in the worship center, so you can just spread out. We have soft music playing, worship music, and you can just come sit in the Lord's presence, pray before you go to work, before you go to school, and what a difference it makes. I'll tell you, you get this many people praying, uh, God's going to do something, all right? God is going to do something uh, significant, and he's already been answering prayers on the last couple Wednesday night services, because we've been having Wednesdays through this, 7 to 8 p.m., a night of worship and also prayer. And this Wednesday night, once again, we'll be here 7 to 8 o'clock, and we live stream that service on our community page as well. So if you're connected through our CFAM on our community page, you can check that out uh, if you're not able to come in person. But I'm telling you, it's nothing like being here and uh, being in the Lord's presence here in the room. And so this Wednesday night, once again, we'll be doing that. But you get that much prayer uh, being lifted up to God. I'm telling you, God's going to do something big this year in and through this church. I just feel it. Uh, this has been my favorite 21 days of prayer, and I can say that at least until the next one because uh, it's just been supernatural what God's been doing, the amount of people here in the mornings, and then on Wednesdays, it's been, been awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing these messages, too, to help other people to hear the word and uh, spreading the word. You just never know who else it's going to touch, who else it's going to reach. And we're hearing stories all the time about other people who, uh, neighbors of neighbors and different things uh, that are being touched as a result of your sharing it. So thank you for that. Today we're continuing on in our series of messages called Frequency. And we're tuning in to God's voice and what he has to say. And I want to start out by reading a passage of scripture from John chapter 10. This is Jesus speaking, and we read this before. I want to read it again because it's so powerful in illustrating how God operates. And Jesus on the earth showed us how God operates. He showed us who God is. There were a lot of confusion about who God is. There's still some confusion, right, about who God is. And, but when we look to Jesus, it clears it up for us. So John chapter 10, verse 3, here's what Jesus said. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep, they do what? They listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. I want to announce once again today to everyone here, everyone watching right now, I want you to know that God speaks today. God speaks today. Uh, here's a quote by Dallas Willard, uh, a great theologian uh, of modern times. He said this, if God doesn't speak today, then the greatest disservice we could ever do to people is to tell them they could have a personal relationship with God. I'm telling you, if I have a personal relationship with you, guess what? We communicate. 
And we don't just communicate one way. If it's a personal relationship, hello? If it's a personal relationship, then we communicate with each other. And, and there are a lot of religions in the world that talk about a personal relationship with God, but then they say, well, God doesn't speak today. Well, that doesn't make sense. Because how do you have a personal relationship with someone who doesn't communicate? You, you've got to have that communication. And Jesus even told a story of how much God wants to communicate with you when he told about a prodigal son that left home and his dad couldn't wait till he got back. And he welcomed him, loved on him. He communicated love to him. And that's what he wants to communicate to somebody today. That I love you. That I want you. You're still my Son. So why does God speak? Why does he speak? Look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. The virgin, we just came out of Christmas. Notice this Christmas verse. The virgin will conceive Mary and give birth to a son, and they will call him, they'll refer to him as Emmanuel, God, what? With us. He's with us. See, God is unlike any other God, lowercase g. The true God in heaven has always wanted to communicate with his people. You look at the very beginning of the Bible. You look at the very end of the Bible. All throughout, God wants to speak to his people. God wants to speak to us. And here's some of the things God wants to speak. One of the first things God wants to do is he wants to facilitate friendship with us. He wants actual friendship with us. This blows my mind, but it's true. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11 says, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face how as one speaks to a friend. Later, we, we would find other people that would have those kinds of friendship experiences with God. Earlier than this, Abraham was called the friend of God. We can be, the New Testament tells us, friends of God. Jesus says, I have called you friends. Are you getting the picture? God wants us in a friendship relationship with him. So here's how friends do. Listen, to be friends with God you don't have to develop a British accent, okay? You don't have to all of a sudden say, oh, God. I'm not real good at a British accent, all right? My family tells me, stop, Dad, stop, just stop. But, but you know, you, you don't have to talk different. I grew up uh, with the King James Bible being read much in church, and as a result... Here's how I grew up. I grew up with people praying in King James language. People who, when you, you talked to them, they didn't talk that way, but when they'd pray, all of a sudden they'd switch over into a King James dialect, and they'd say, oh, thou highest God of the universe, we beseech thee, you know. <laughs> and it's like, well, you didn't beseech me to come over, you know. You just asked me if I could come over the other day. And so here's the thing about prayer. This friendship, hey, when you're a true friend, I can be myself, right? Come on, somebody. When you're, when you're a true friend, you can be yourself with that person. And you can be yourself with God. I'm telling you, that's good news for many of us who can't speak with a British accent or in the King James language. All right, here's the second thing, is God wants to bring us into relationship so he can give guidance to us. He wants to give guidance to us. Proverbs chapter three, verse six in the Message Bible says this way, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. I don't know about you, but that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Because he's going to help keep me on track. Some of us need a little more help than others. Hello? You know who you are. We need his help. And see, here's what's great about God. He sees things you don't see. He knows the end from the beginning. He's already into tomorrow. 
He already understands what's coming your direction. So when he'll say things like, uh, don't marry him, but I'm crazy about him. God knows something. Or don't take that job, but I love this job. I think it's going to be my dream job. See, what God knows is in six months, there's going to be layoffs. And because when you're one of the first hires, they're going to let you go first. And so God knows things. So we've got to learn to trust him. And here's another thing God does, and this is why he speaks, is to provide perspective. Kind of goes along with guidance. But see, everything you see is not all that's going on. Sometimes there's more going on than what meets the eye. And so we need God's help. We need God's perspective. Here's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. It says, for we walk by what? Faith, not by sight. We walk by faith. In other words, we, we do more listening than looking because what we see may not be true. It may not be the reality. I, I was reading a story recently about in 1982 in Badger Stadium, the Wisconsin Badgers and the Michigan State Spartans were in a football game and 60,000 plus fans were in the stands. And at the same time that this big game was going on, there was another big game going on up the road. In Milwaukee, the Brewers were hosting a game of the World Series. And as that game was going on up the road in Milwaukee, a lot of people in Badger Stadium had earphones in. And so what would happen is Michigan State would get down ready to score and all of a sudden, all these fans would shout, yes. And it was weird. <laughs> you know, it, it threw everybody off. It was like, the Spartans were like, what is that about? We've never been in a stadium like this. We're on enemy territory. Why are these people yelling? And so what would happen, the game would keep going on and Wisconsin was losing but Milwaukee, every time there'd be a home run, every time they'd strike somebody out, every time they'd get an advantage in the World Series game, the people in the stadium would shout. Why? They were looking at defeat, but they were listening to victory. I want to say to somebody here today, maybe somebody watching online, that you may be looking at defeat. You may be looking at divorce. You may be looking at bankruptcy. You may be looking at what the doctor said about your diagnosis last week. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to go on what you see. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. And what are you listening to today? I am the God who heals you, right? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I can prosper you and not harm you, give you hope and a future. God can speak things like that into our life. And people wonder, how can you smile? How can you go about your day? How can you go on with such an uplifted spirit? It's because I'm not going on what I see. I'm going on what he says. In other words, that's the reason why I can praise him today in spite of what I see. You say, well, Craig, didn't you watch the news? Didn't you hear about the riots? Didn't you know about what happened in Portland and Seattle and different places that we didn't even used to know about, but now we can watch it live, you know, and all those things? Didn't you know about all this stuff going on in our culture and in our world and everything? Yes, I know what I see, but what I hear is soon I am coming back. That's what I hear. You see, we, we can not have to go in the social media toilet, right? 
get sucked down into all the muck and mire and everything, right? We, we can rise above that because church, we were born for this. The darker the culture gets, the brighter we shine. We are here for such a time as this. If you're holed up in your home today, fearful and afraid, I'm here to tell you that God is for you, not against you, and God is able to deliver us no matter what's going on. I've been reading about the people of Israel and how terrible it was in Egypt, but God brought them out with a mighty hand, an outstretched arm, and that same arm, that same hand is able to lift us today. You can overcome. So guess what? You may say, well, I, I think the church is losing its influence. The church is losing its power. The lose, church is losing its consistency, and it's just going to fade out of our culture. I'm, I'm afraid of that. Listen, I'm not afraid of that because the church has had armies march against it in the past. There have been emperors who have tried to squash it and stamp it out. There have been people who have tried to burn every Bible that they could find, and yet still here today, here it is, here we are, and all over the world, a billion, two billion people will worship the living God. We're not going to be still. We're not going to be silent or sedated because our king is alive. Come on. He is alive. So what does God say? If that's why God's wanting to speak, what does he say? And listen, the method that God uses so often is what I want us to focus on this morning with the rest of our time. And that is God whispers. God whispers. And, and the reason why God wants to whisper is because it's so personal. See, it, it's intimate because you have to get close. Are you getting it? You have to get close in order to hear it. And God wants you and God wants me to be close to him. And so he speaks in a whisper. Let's look at 1 Kings chapter 19. Here's what it says. The Lord said, go out and stand. He's talking to the prophet. Stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord for the Lord is about to pass by. And then a great and powerful wind tore through the mountains and tore those mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. Some translations say it was a still, small voice. See, we, we too often are looking for the earthquake. We're, we're looking for the big wind. We're looking for the fire. We're, we're looking for something. God, put it on a billboard, right? Put, put, let, me, let, me, let me open up this magazine, and right there it'll be, you know? God, help me see it clearly. And, and what God says is, no, 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 no. What I want to do is I want, to, I want you to get close. I want you to take time with me. I don't want you to read it going 90 miles an hour past the billboard. I want you to get close. And here's why. Because he wants to whisper some things. The first thing, maybe you want to write this down, is he wants to whisper encouragement. Isn't that good? Encouragement. Listen, God doesn't want to say, you lousy, no good person. Yeah, oh my gosh, how many services did you miss last year? You know, you promised you were going to tithe and you did it for two weeks. You know, you said you were going to start witnessing to people. You didn't win one person to me. No, that's not what God does. 
Look at what it says that God does in Romans. Let's read it from the Bible. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. In the New Living Translation, it says, The Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our heart and tells us, here's what he tells us, that we are God's children. God says stuff like, you're mine. You're mine. I bought you. I paid for you. I sought after you. I want you with me. That's what he says. Isaiah 55, verse 3 in the Message Bible says, pay attention. Come close now. Again, see, God wants us close. He says, listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I'm making a lasting commitment, covenant commitment with you. In other words, I'm not getting out of this. I thought maybe somebody might shout right there because God's not getting out of it. He's not going to abandon you. Jesus said, that's why I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm telling you, I'll go with you clear to the end of the world. And, and here's what it says. I'm, I'm making this commitment to you the same I made with David. And listen, here's what kind it is. It's sure, it's solid, it's enduring. Listen, I know you've had people leave you. I know you've had business people abandon you. I know you've been taken. I know you've had different, different things said to you. You've had lies told about you. You've had people badmouth you online. You've had different things that have happened to you, but I'll never do any of those things. It's a sure foundation. My relationship with you will last forever. Last forever. I heard about a little boy who was taking piano lessons. He, he, he pretty well got twinkle, twinkle, little star down and uh, different things. And so his mom wanted to inspire him. This was over in Poland a number of years ago. And, and a great... Polish pianist was having a concert in a grand hall, and so she took it. She got tickets down front, took her little boy to see this man play, to hopefully inspire him to keep going, keep taking the lessons. Come on, parents. Hello? Keep taking those lessons. Keep, keep doing the practicing and everything. And, and so she took him there, and she was talking to some people there around her and not really paying close attention, and her little boy wandered off. And in a few moments, the curtain went up, and there was this magnificent Steinway on stage, and her little boy sitting on the stool playing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. She was aghast. She was embarrassed. She thought, oh my gosh, what do I do? How do I sneak up there? Can I crawl? Can I? And as she's planning her strategy, the great pianist came out behind the boy and sat down next to him on the stool and said, just keep playing that, son. Just keep playing that, son. And he reached around him and began playing an accompaniment part up on the higher notes and then reached his hand down on the bass notes and began to play a further accompaniment and kept whispering, keep on playing, keep on playing, keep on playing, keep on playing. And at the end of it, everybody stood and cheered at this magnificent display of this maestro as he had so beautifully come alongside that child and made beautiful music. I'm here to tell somebody today, you may feel like all you can get out is twinkle, twinkle, little star, but I'm here to tell you there is a God in heaven who's ready to sit on the bench next to you and put his ever. Come on, help me preach this. Help me preach this. Put his arms around you and begin to play some notes that you cannot reach your, on your own. You can't play them on your own. And he can take something that seems insignificant and turn it into something beautiful in your life. If he's done that for you, give him praise right now. Let me further illustrate this by saying that as I whisper some words to you that God might say to us, they're going to play some things that maybe sound like noise because we have so many voices in our head, right? We get our headphones going. We get our iPods going. 
We get our air ponds, all of our ponds. <laughs> we hit people at work, people at school, family, friends. There's countless people ready. Social media chatter that's coming into our ear, plus our own voice that's speaking to us over and over again, and the enemy voice that wants to speak into us. So it can go something like this. This is God. Carlson tonight, states reaching breaking points as a coronavirus pandemic hits foreign lines. The U.S. reported more than He's whispering warnings to us. I grew up in a church where we had Christianese. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Christianese is a dialect that you just speak in church, okay? It's like church language, you know? And, and, and what happened is, is we would have people who would say, well, I was going to do that, but I got a check in my spirit. Check in your, what is a check in your spirit? Well, what they were saying is, is I felt a prompting. I, I felt some, I, I was going to take that job. I, I was going to ask her out. I, I was going to do that. I, I was going to go for that. But then I felt a check in my spirit. It, it's a prompting. Let me illustrate through the Bible. Acts chapter 16 Verse 6 says, they were forbidden by who? The Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, and they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not, not the devil, okay, but the Spirit did not permit them. See, here's what this is saying, is if you give the Holy Spirit room in your life, He'll speak. He'll prompt. He'll warn you about some things. You don't need to go there. You don't need to go to that party. You don't need to get with them. You, didn't, you don't need to go meet them. Now, I don't know about you, but there are times in my life where my emotions want to react. Anybody with me? Hello? Don't leave me up here. You know who you are online, right? Your emotions, when you have somebody, some precious person who cannot drive, who has no business behind the wheel of a vehicle that's moving, especially when they're trying to talk on the phone at the same time, just pull over, okay, and finish your conversation, then get back to driving in front of me. Anybody with me there? Okay. I'm the only one. Just polish your halo, okay? Just, yeah, you're, you're perfect people. So, and, and maybe there's times where on social media, man, I've had these times, hey, I've typed out some messages I'm going to send. And before I hit enter and send it, I get a check in my spirit. I get a prompting. Don't send that. Don't put that out there. You know where that's coming from. You know who prompted you to say that, to type that out. 
Is that godly? Is that virtuous? Is that praiseworthy? Okay, delete, 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 right? Just get it out of there, right? The Holy Spirit will tell you, don't do it. Don't do it. Get away from her. Get away from him. Quit, quit carrying that heavy load by yourself. Quit carrying that. You have been carrying that way too long. You are stressed out. You need to get in a life group. You need to get around some other people who will encourage you and help you to lift that load. You weren't built to carry it by yourself. And so what happens is we need to listen to those promptings. We need to listen to those warnings and realize that, hey, Moses needed help. And his brother came alongside of him and helped carry the load. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. God will use other people in your life. You can get in a life group today. You can get around other people to where you can circle up. And I, even if you have to do it by Zoom right now or whatever you have to do to be able to connect with others, but, but you need to do that. Isaiah 30 verse 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears, I love this, will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. In other words, you may say, oh, I think I, what I need to do is I need to go see Pastor Craig because he just has such wisdom and he's just, he just probably speaks in tongues all night long in his sleep, you know, he just, uh, just right next to God and, and everything. And so if I could go to him, he could tell me, yes, you should take that job. Or yes, you should buy that house. Or yes, you should go date her. Or no, you should break up with her. Or no, you should do. Let me tell you something. I may not have a clue what you should do. But the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit, that's what it says here. Whether you should go to the right or whether you should go to the left, he can speak to you. He can warn you about things. And here's the next thing is right along with this, is he gives direction. He whispers direction to us. In other words, he can give you inside information. How many would like a little inside information? You know, and the Holy Spirit can speak some, in, some inside information. Luke chapter two, verse 27 says, moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. Now, let me just give you the background real quick to this little verse that we read. It's Simeon. And here's what Simeon was doing with his life. He was praying, oh God, oh God, please let me see your Messiah. I wanna see him. And one day the Holy Spirit said, go to church today, right now. And, and you know what he did? He went to church some of you, you heard the Holy Spirit today and you came online. The Holy Spirit said, tune in, stop. You're going through maybe YouTube or Facebook or whatever and you're playing different video, game, you know, video games and, and, and different things, maybe watching cat videos or something like that. And, and, and all of a sudden, this guy is yelling on the screen and you thought, who is that and what is he yelling about? And, and the reason is the Holy Spirit wanted to speak something into your life because he will speak to us. That's what the Bible says. He will speak direction to us. And Simeon went to church, and you know who was there? Baby Jesus. Little Jesus. And, and he was there with Mary and Joseph. And he thought, I am so glad I listened to the Holy Spirit. I got to, he praised God that God directed him that day. And let me tell you something, God is still in the directing business. Look at Acts chapter 20, verse 22 says, and now compelled, I, I wanna get to this level, okay? I, I don't know that I'm there Yeah, I, I don't think I am, but, but I wanna get to this level where I, now compelled by the Spirit, where I'm so sensitive that I'm like a leaf on a way windy day where I'm just yielded. Hello? 
I'm just yielded to him. I'm so yielded that it just, just a little breeze even can move me. A big breeze and I'm compelled. He's compelled by the Spirit. I am going to Jerusalem not knowing. Now listen, the Holy Spirit didn't give him all details. Hello? Because sometimes the Holy Spirit doesn't give you. Now here's what's going to happen five years down the road in your marriage. Sometimes he doesn't say, now you're going to get there and six months later the boss is going to resign. You're going to have a new boss. And that's going to be challenging. He, He doesn't tell you. Anybody with me? Doesn't tell you all the details, but he guides us and leads us in our lives so that we can move and and know what we need to do. And so again, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, gives us direction, gives us insight, and helps us to know. That's the reason why some of you, he may be speaking to you, hey, 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 get in growth track. How many times do they have to play the video? How many times does Craig have to say it? Now I'm saying it. And you know it's you sitting there in your chair watching online. And you need to go to growth track so you can grow into all that I have for you. See, that's how God speaks. Here's the last thing. Write this down. Is he whispers dreams. He whispers dreams. Now, this whole church, and I've told this so many times, I'm not going to tell it today, but, but this church really started in a visionary type dream that I just spoke out as I was driving 21 years ago with my wife on US 36 through Avon And I said, somebody needs to be out here planting a church. I didn't know those words were prophetic when I spoke them. I said somebody. I didn't say this somebody. (laughs) I'm happy where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing just fine. I'm having some of my best days I've ever had, as a matter of fact. I'm enjoying my life. But that somebody happened to be this somebody I learned a few months later. And then when we were getting ready to look at moving and we were driving around trying to look at houses and different things, we drove into one particular subdivision. I could take you to the street and I could take you to the exact place where we were when we saw families out in the yard and the Holy Spirit just put such a burden, such a love, for this community in our hearts and our lives that day and said, these are the people you're moving here for. You're, these are the ones, ones that aren't even thinking about going to church Sunday. They're just playing in the yard and having a big time and they got a nice house and they think life's going well, but there's gonna be some rough seas ahead and they're not ready for it. And you're sent here to help them get ready. See, that's what God wants to speak. Job chapter 33, verse 14 says, For God speaks again and again. He speaks how? In dreams, in visions of the night. So God can speak in dreams and visions of the night. Now next week, I'm going to tell you how you know if a dream, a vision, or a whisper is from God. So don't miss next week, because I'm going to give you a little test that you can run through so you can kind of know and determine, now, was that God? Was that the devil? Was that me? Or is that all that pepperoni I had last night, you know? What, what is that? And so next week, don't, don't miss it. But, but here's what happens It's the Holy Spirit speaks in these dreams and visions. Look at Acts chapter 2, verse 17. This is the last verse we're going to look at. In the last days, how many know we're living in the last days? God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will what? See visions 
and your old men will dream dreams. God says, I've got a dream, and it's bigger than that promotion at work. It's bigger than a new house. It's bigger than a big education so you can earn a new title to your name. I've got something bigger than that. I want to use you to make a difference in the world. I want to help you to have an impact that will reverberate beyond your lifetime. Don't you want that? Don't you want people that will be, they'll have to limit the people at your funeral because you touched so many lives. Hello? You impacted so many people. And so the Holy Spirit speaks. And let, let, me, let me just close with this. So much, listen to me, so much of hearing from God is attitude. So people say, well, God doesn't speak to me. Oh, we just talked a little bit ago. Maybe there's too much noise in your life. Maybe speaking, you're just not hearing. Because here's the posture, the Bible posture of how to hear from God, how to hear those whispers. Speak, Lord, for I am listening. I am listening. In other words, I'm going to hear you. See, we, we talked last week. If you, did, if you weren't here, if you didn't watch last week, Make sure you go back and watch last week. It's a person who it took four times before they actually obeyed God. There's hope for everybody. Come on, somebody. Took four times before they really heard his voice to obey it. But what it took is they just got in a relaxed position. They just got quiet before the Lord and said, speak, Lord, because I'm listening. Oh, what I want for you is to hear from God this year like never before, that you would be so tuned in to his voice that over and over I'd have people emailing me say, I heard him this week. I heard him this week. Maybe you'd be responding on social media and say, oh, I heard him. This is what he said to me. This is what he spoke to me. How many are ready for God to speak? How many are ready? If you're ready, if you're ready, then let's get ready. Let's get ready. Maybe, maybe just stretch your hands like this and say, speak, Lord, for I am listening. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that operates in the world today. But God, some of us, we're looking for the wind. We're looking for earthquakes. We're looking for fire. We're looking for stuff on the outside when you want to speak on the inside. So God, help us to be ready to hear. Maybe you're watching today, or maybe you're in this room, and you'd say, Craig, I think too many times God has been speaking to me. God's wanted to warn me. God's wanted to direct me. God's wanted to speak into my life and help me. I know that's his heart, but I think too often I'm too busy, and, and I get in a rush and I'm listening to everybody else's advice. I'm listening to voices. I'm, I'm tuned into social media. I'm tuned into all kinds of things. But I want to hear him. And so I'm going to do my best in the days ahead to make time to hear from God. If that's you, would you just raise your hand and say, yes, I, I don't want to miss his voice. I don't want to miss his voice. Yeah, hands all over this room. Maybe online, just stretch your hand toward the screen right now. Heavenly Father, all of us can struggle with this from time to time. 
And so God, I pray you'll help us to build in quietness, stillness, so that we can hear your voice, so that we can be tuned in to hear from you and what you wanna say to us today. While we're still praying, there may be those of you, maybe the reason why you're not hearing from God is because he's already saying something and you're not, not obeying that. Maybe what he's saying is, I wanna forgive you. I wanna come into your life. I wanna help you with all those things you're going through but I need you to surrender to me. And listen, there's one thing I am so grateful for, I've never regretted, surrendering to God. My only regrets have been when I didn't surrender to Him. And so, wherever you are today, and if you're in this room or you're watching online, and you'd say, Craig, I think that's my problem. The reason why I'm not hearing from God is he's calling me now. I feel him calling me. I used to go to church. I, I used to read the Bible. I used to do, th I, I thought I was a spiritual person, but I realized I, I don't really have God in my life. I don't know what your story is, but what I do know today is he can rewrite your story like we sang about earlier. He specializes in it. And if you need a rewrite on your story, I want you to surrender to him today. Just raise a hand if you're here and that's you as a signal to God that I'm coming home. I'm, I'm coming to you if you're on, at home or wherever you're watching, just raise your hand, put it toward the screen maybe right now and just pray this prayer after me. Just pray it, everyone. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me, to pay the price for all of my sin. I believe his sacrifice paid for me to know you and to be your friend. And so today, I wanna start life over as the friend of God. Please forgive me of all my past and give me a new beginning from this day forward. As much as I know how, I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, somebody, let's praise the God of life change. So good, so good. How many know he is so good, so good? Listen, we're going to sing another worship song that we sang earlier as a dismissal song, and just to worship the Lord, to go out of this place with worship in our hearts and in our lives. I want you to hear from God this week. I want you to, some morning this, this week, I believe God's going to speak to some of you, and, and you're going to have to get quiet to hear his voice. Maybe at night, you're going to think, well, it's time to go to bed, but maybe you'll be laying there. And like so many times in my life, I felt God speaking to me in that stillness. I believe it's going to happen to you. Let's stand. We're going to be dismissed from the back to the front as we're worshiping, but let me pray this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that this week we'll hear from you. We'll hear your whispers into our spirits. And God, we say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. In Jesus' name, amen. You're never gonna let me
you again so much for joining us today. Hey, if this message and this service blessed you in any way, why don't you do us a favor and go ahead and share that. We want to get this message to as many people as possible. So go ahead and share this message if it moved you in any way. And if you're interested in following along with Crossroads Church, go ahead and follow us on all of the socials. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss a thing. Thank you again and have a great day.